2: So Tom Sandoval said that Ariana should move on. I think Tom is kind of saying like that she's dined out or milked this affair and like it's become her identity, like getting over this. And it was a while ago. And that, you know, guess what? That's a business that works. Like there is a girl who's on social media, this blonde girl who went through a breakup. And like I see her talking about it. It's very relatable content. There's another one who's part of the Alex Earl crew, Zandra, and she's been talking about her breakup, a young girl. Like that's kind of part of her identity. Now it's a lot more recent than the Ariana that had to be like over a year ago, but she's still kind of like, it's still, it's been a monetizable event. Like it's actually been a positive event. (laughs) I mean, I know money isn't everything, but we all have to agree that a relationship that was on reality television fueled by alcohol and drama with an infidelity moment when there were so many infidelity moments on that show. One of them I think was don't, don't quote me somebody else cheated with somebody else before they got into that relationship. I don't remember the show's been on for so long, but infidelity sells on Bravo and that, and it sells in the media and it sells for Ariana. And now Tom's like, we did it. I'm the cheater. I cheated. I owned it. We can like move on now. So I thought that was interesting. I just saw the clip. Um but that's interesting. There's a girl Dave Portnoy's ex. Like that is a big part of her identity on social media now. Like moving into a new apartment. Here's my stuff. I break up. Like breakups are big and breakups are now lucrative. So Ariana paved the way for monetizing a breakup, I guess. Who else has done that? I would say not monetizing it. I would say Jennifer Aniston's breakup with Brad Pitt was pretty, pretty big. Like, because he was with Angelina Jolie and she really got a lot of sympathy. And I would say Jen Garner and, like, Ben Affleck, like, she got a lot of sympathy. Like, I remember Jude Law and Sienna Miller. Remember that breakup? Like, that was, like, he was with, like, the nanny or the babysitter. Big sympathy. Big, big sympathy for that breakup. Like, some breakups are glow-ups for, for for girls in ways. Like, it really changes their um, trajectory. Undeniable that a breakup and a cheating scandal changed Ariana's trajectory. And they'll come back and say that I'm saying that she's happy about it and she's reveling in it. I'm not saying that at all about anybody. I'm not saying that Ariana's any happier than Jennifer Aniston was. Um, Ariana's on on a show that, is what the show is kind of about and thrives on. So it's different. But breakups are brutal. Cheating is brutal. But I guess it's a nice pill to swallow when a woman can make some money off of it afterwards. Oh, Alyssa Milano got in trouble because she did a GoFundMe for her son's baseball trip to Cooperstown. People got annoyed because of how much money she spends. Why do people count people's money? It is funny because Dave Portnoy was talking about how now he's rich. He's not allowed to complain. You can't complain. And it's funny. Like, so you can't complain. so, So Alyssa Milano, does that mean she has to pay for everybody's trip on the team? Like, they go on a trip every year. Does that mean she has to pay for everybody's everything all the time? Like, I just think she probably just shouldn't have done it. Maybe she was trying to just help like say like these other kids not everybody can afford to go on this trip But it was a little bulky and it was a little awkward. I get it like I get But it doesn't mean that if it's ten thousand dollars That she herself is supposed to pay the ten thousand dollars for the entire trip Like I was talking to these guys who work in the liquor business that don't make the kind of money that I make and they have kids and they One of them said that there was a baseball program that one of their kids was in that was thirteen thousand dollars I mean to me my I fell off my chair Thirteen thousand dollars, and I'll tell you that this year, when I found out that the volleyball program that my daughter's in, and I didn't realize the level of this program. Like, there are tournaments, they're traveling. This is not including. um, I don't think it's including all the travel, and it's not including uniforms. Um, They go to different places and play volleyball, and the initial check was eight thousand dollars. And I thought, how the hell is somebody? who's on a budget going to pay $8,000 for their kids to do volleyball. Like, if someone says your kid's going to the Olympics or getting a college scholarship, you're going to try to dig deep and, like, take money out, just like the ice skating programs. But, like, if your kid's just like, I want to do volleyball and I want to do this other special outside of school, because school has volleyball, by the way, program, and this program is really the only way you're going to get really good and be competitive at a sport that your kid's passionate about, there's $8,000 plus, plus, plus. So much so, Paul and I went last week to um, a place – you know, like an hour away in New York and you couldn't, it was a sardine can inside the tournament and we had to go buy chairs to sit in there. Like, so I ended up, by the way, I did something genius. I'm going to get into that in a separate conversation. But we, um... It was packed in there. It's like a world. It's a universe. Like, And all these kids are paying $8,000. I was just shook. So I don't know how much the program costs every year. But I know that Alyssa Milano, I, I mean, I hope that the other kids don't expect that I'm going to pay their $8,000. So I'm going to back Alyssa Milano because like, I don't know how much it costs. But if there are six kids that can't afford the $8,000, I can tell you with great certainty, I'm not paying $48,000 for the kids that can't afford it. Yes, if there were kids that couldn't afford the uniform, I'd pay for it. Food budget, you know, uh, hotel or something, if someone asked me. But I'm not going to go volunteer to pay for other people's volleyball program. I'm not doing that. So Alyssa was trying to, like, just get other people to help, and it just didn't land. And it didn't land. Because there are real charities that, you know, I guess she could have promoted. But if these are really underprivileged kids... You know, and it's like promoting music in schools and promoting sports for kids who can't afford it. It just, it didn't land. It needed to be through like the Boys and Girls Club or some, something. It just didn't, it wasn't presented right. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bedsheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. Travel friendly and hassle free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes, making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa! And let them know that I sent you after you check out.
0: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
1: So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Now let's get into these kids' sports and this world and decorum. So we go to this volleyball tournament and Bryn does say there are no chairs, bring chairs. So people have like metal chairs that they brought in, folding chairs. Other people have like wide chairs that have arms and tailgating and like cup holders and they're there for the day. And those aren't efficient. That's like not using a huggable hanger. Like you can't, you're taking up two car spots with those big giant like tailgating chairs. The ones, you know what I mean? They fold up their like canvas material and they've got cup holders and you're fucking moving and you're camping now. So I was freaking out and I was like, let's go to Home Depot. And I asked Home Depot and Home Goods and no one had like a fold-up, you know, low-profile chair that was going to be like lean. And I didn't want to buy these bulky, uh, big plastic chairs. So I thought, oh my God, I have an idea. I'm going to buy those little foldable stools, the ones that you have a little handle. They look like a little eight by 10 piece of paper. So Paul and I went and sat on them. And if you're against a wall, you're green. We weren't against a wall because there was no room. And so there were two big garbage cans kind of like inside the yellow line. And we moved the garbage cans. And a passive aggressive coach was like, You can't be over here because like the kids need to stand here. And there was no room. And I was like, Well, I'm a garbage can now. The garbage cans are not in this. I'm, I am, I took the place of a giant garbage can. And the garbage can is now right there. So I'm not a child. I'm not taking anyone's spot. I took a fucking garbage can spot. Okay. Because people like to get very hostile, including myself. And on these days, You're kind of looking for a fucking fight. You feel dirty. You're sitting all day. There's gross pizza. It's hours of sweating in a hot gymnasium. Other people. Your back's hurting. And you're just like, please try me. Please fuck with me again about my spot. It doesn't matter. That No one has a problem. So now let's get to this. So that happened. And there are parents behind you. If you're sitting somewhere, like there's no room against the wall. You have a kid who's playing right now. And there are people that have come and taken their spot. Like they're at, you know, They're at Churchill Downs on the day of the Kentucky Derby, and they've taken a wall spot for the fucking day. They're camping out. They don't even leave in between games. I don't understand. They find this fun. Like, it's so hot. Like, go out. Go to a mall. Like, Paul and I went on a couple of individual field trips. When Bryn wasn't playing, we went to a local deli, and that was when we went to Home Goods and to Home Home Depot to try to get chairs. And then the next time she wasn't playing, we went and found a great place that has a good smash burger in um, Peekskill, New York so now we're sitting here in the place of the garbage cans and this woman next to us I love these moms it's like the moms that are like the mama bears that protect your kid when a man comes up to them at the beach and they like tattletale and they know it all and they're like gossipy and I live for it so this mom when the people when the when the coach said something to me about like "You, you need to be in here I'm like there's nowhere else to fucking be what am I gonna do get on someone's shoulders like hang from the rafters like I would like to see my daughter play so the woman next to me said There should be a rule. If your kid's not currently playing, they got to get the fuck out because in a couple of cases, parents were like, oh, if you want to sit in my seat while my kid's playing, but then we have to transact all day and then I have to like get up and like, oh, they're going to be like, oh, sorry, my kid's playing and like we're back and forth. It's a great rule. Thank you to the mom who said that, like make an announcement. Your kid, your kid's not fucking playing. Get out. And they should just have, like, everyone could chip in. We're going to pay the $8,000 for the chair program. Chairs are around the perimeter. Your kid's not playing. Get the fuck out. Your kid is playing. You get a chair. That's it. Otherwise, there are going to be such arguments. Like, one man, his ass was, like, against Paul's face when we were on these little stools. Like, he was talking to another gaggle of parents. But his ass was where Paul's face. Paul's like, I'm going to have to do the, like, the, the elbow into the knee soon. Like, not a mean one, but just, like, a little, like, hi, I'm here. And I'm like, he's looking for a fight, too. It's like road rage inside a gymnasium. So for those of you who get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go to the hockey rink or go do whatever the sport is or the lacrosse, you can't see shit. It's such a fucking gigantic field or the field hockey or whatever it is that you do. We see each other. I respect it. I get it. I understand it. And there have to be rules. And it's savage. And it's the Hunger Games. And it's kill or be killed. And you got to do what you got to do. And if one of these coaches had come and fucked with me again about being in the seat of a garbage can. I was going to go. You want to go outside? Okay? I'm not in the mood today. Not today. Not today. While we're at it, why are volleyball shorts underwear? Like, and every kid is picking their ass the whole game. They're like up over your thigh. Every kid's pulling them down, picking their ass. They're like boy short spandex I don't understand have the ones that have the underwear underneath and like they're airy on the outside like I, I, what are we doing we're not like seals like that we have to keep stuff like close to our body we're not like Michael Phelps swimming where you're like rubbing yourself down in, in Vaseline why are all volleyball shorts underwear they're like tight spandex boy short black underwear and I wouldn't say it if it didn't seem like it's a problem every girl is picking her ass or pulling her shorts down the entire game We need a sports-wide change in in, in uniforms. It makes no sense. I don't understand it. All day. And they're distracted by the ass-picking because they're looking around to see if someone's seeing them pull their shorts, not picking their ass. Yes, I see you. I'm seeing it. I don't blame you because they're up your ass. And it's, like, weird. And they're up her crotch, too. And this is children. Like, it's just bad. Get rid of the fucking crotch shorts. I don't understand it. I'll never understand it.